0: Hi, and welcome back to the Never Manage Alone podcast. I'm pleased to be joined once more by uh, Spurs fan Harpal. How are you doing, Harpal?
1: Yeah, I'm good, Paul. Um, just uh, kind of uh, went for a, 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 what I've been up to, really. I went for a, uh, my uh, vaccine yesterday, had that yesterday. And so um, just uh, feeling a little bit kind of, um, I don't know, zoned out a little bit. But, uh, you know, other than that, all things are good. Um, disappointed, obviously, Uh that we uh, lost the uh, the Carabao Cup final um, to Manchester City, uh, but other than that, um, you know, all good. Um, you know, well, on 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 obviously on a personal level. All
0: right, excellent. Yeah, and uh, yeah, the vaccine is one step closer to getting back into stadiums at least. So it feels like it's a step in the right direction, definitely. And. Uh, yeah, I saw the Spurs, uh, I saw the League Cup final. Um, I think Spurs are outplayed, but they're a bit unlucky with uh, some key decisions as well. So it could have, you know, it could have gone either way, really. In the end, it, it went on quite uh, late until it was decided, wasn't it? So, um, yeah, it was uh, a bit unfortunate for them. Uh, still have something to play for in the league, though, at least something new, you know, in the fight for European football. So it's not not too bad, I guess.
1: Yeah, I mean, um, it was really weird. I, I just said, like, you, you totally agree on your take of it. Uh, Man City had all the possession, all the ball. I thought first half, they were, they were, they were fabulous. But I thought actually we grew into the game second half, and it, it, it's actually disappointing to lose the way we did in the end. I think set piece um, kind of didn't help. You know, we have done everything, and to to lose to Manchester City on a set piece is is quite criminal, in my opinion. Uh, but like you said, it, there's a lot to play for. I mean, people are talking about Champions League. I don't think we'll finish in a Champions League, but there is Europe to play for, which could possibly go all the way down to seventh spot, um, which we probably occupy at the moment anyway. So uh, there's there's a good chance of securing uh, European football, which you know we've been in Europe since kind of uh, 2010, I think 2011, consecutively. So uh, it'd be nice to to keep that up, basically. Yeah. So uh, yeah, let's see uh, let's see how the last four. Game weeks uh, play out really, yeah, definitely.
0: Definitely, uh, excellent. Yeah, so with that, like you say, we're coming up for uh, game week 34. So, um, we're getting to that kind of pivotal like five game weeks left. There's a um, there's still a little bit of a fixture movement that's going to be happening. Um, you know, word on the on Twitter and places like that with some of the experts is that uh, there's going to be a, a bit of a double game week in 35. Um, they probably in their usual fashion won't announce until after the 34 game week deadline has passed but uh, we'll see what happens and then that will result in i think about four teams having a blank in 36 um, you know four of which of the teams that play in the double so yeah there's still plenty to play for there's still a little bit of movement going on there and i know with yourself um in terms of chip strategy you have your wild card left as well so what's your just in terms of fixtures and wild card, what's your initial thoughts there?
1: Okay, uh, wild card I ended up using last week actually. Oh, uh, yeah, 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 I, I did end up using it last week. Um, I think, um, I decided in the end that, uh, because I had um two Manchester City assets and also I had um two Spurs assets in there, it was going to be too much to, to lose, um, you know. Trying to, um, depending on what leagues I'm in, I'm trying to either uh, hold on to top spot or, or trying to kind of catch up to the person who is in top spot. So, you know, I decided it was probably the right time to use the, the wild card. So I, I went ahead and used the wild card, but obviously I wasn't aware that um, there, was going, there may be a double game week on the horizon. So um, I'm hoping that I got lucky with um, the, um, the clubs I chose the players from, really.
0: Yeah, I think I had a look. I'm looking at your team at the moment, and it's uh, you know it's looking good. It, look, it looks quite well balanced. Um, yeah, they reckon the double game week is going to be um, there's going to be you know a few teams, but Aston Villa, Crystal Palace, Everton, Southampton, Arsenal, Chelsea, Leicester, Man United. So um, again, there's a couple of transfers to make until then as well. But you have to keep in mind that Arsenal, Chelsea, Leicester, Man United, if they do double in 35, they will then blank in 36. So, yeah, that kind of balances it out, really. So it's not like a, it's not like they just have that um, extra fixture as well. You know, they will lose that in the following game week. So that's definitely something to look into. And then, obviously, you've got teams like Crystal Palace. You're not really going to bet on them. Everton have been a bit shaky. Southampton, it looks like Ings is out for the season. They've got Liverpool in that double, if that goes ahead. And then Aston Villa, we've got Man United and Everton. So even the teams that do double in game week 35 and then, still playing 36, they don't have, there's not like a clear cut kind of, you know, amazing fixture there for any of those teams, really, or any of those players, there'll be a couple. But yeah, I think as long as people have a balanced squad, that's the, uh, that's the main thing at the moment. So I think we're both in the same position, we've got our bench boost. Um, It might be a bench boost 35, probably. For both of us, but we'll, yeah, we'll see when those fixtures get released. But um, yeah, just quickly looking at thirty-four, sorry, thirty-three previously. um, You know, a bit of a strange game week in certain places. There's a few players who um, aren't doing so well at the moment, like Fernandez for Man United seems to have taken a little bit of a a step back, especially with Pogba in and around that team. And then we had a uh, you know a a great uh, hat trick from uh, Chris Wood for Burnley. So. In terms of transfers this week, what are your initial thoughts? Are you gonna are you gonna go for Do you think?
1: Um, I am. Um, so i i ditched I ditched Son uh, and Kane, obviously last week, uh, along with uh, uh, Gundogan and uh, Cancelo, um, with the idea of keeping uh, Bruno in for the for the last game week. Um, you know, thinking that uh, Man United would do something at, at Leeds, but obviously that ended up 0-0 And uh, Bruno's been really quiet, so. Uh, I've got the one transfer, I'm debating whether to, uh, you know, pull the plug on Bruno um, and bringing in Son. Uh, obviously Spurs have got a, what looks like a reasonably, like, you know, easy-ish fixture. Um, and uh, with Kane and Son, I mean, Kane, Kane's been good, Son's been a bit off the boil, but I'm thinking until I take a punt there, but yeah, uh, you, we may get a double game week like you just said with uh, Man United. So now I'm thinking, shall I shall I hold on to um, shall I hold on to Bruno for that uh, one additional game week where he he doubles per- perhaps, and then then push him out um, after. Um, so yeah,
0: at the he moment I'm not sure. Expert. I Look, think a lot of looking people like are Bruno at but I are may about. I may
1: hold on. I may just hold on to that transfer.
0: Yeah, that's true. A lot of people are thinking Bruno out, and then you know Spurs haven't got bad fixtures to be honest with you. You know Sheffield United they did win last time out, so you know it's a bit of a weird one. They're already relegated. They, I don't know that means that they've played with a bit of freedom. Um, you know they haven't got anything to lose anymore, so you're still going to back Spurs comfortably in that game. You know, and as a captain choice as well. Um, what do you think about Chris Wood? I mean, you know, hasn't you know he's been a bit injured. Hasn't done much, but he's come back and, you know, got a hat-trick. So great for the uh, low ownership as well. I think he's still even under 5% ownership. You know, he's got West Ham. who are looking a little bit shaky uh, recently. Then he's got Fulham and Leeds. So again, you know, not bad fixtures. And I think he finishes up with Sheffield United.
1: Yeah, definitely. I mean, um, I think... um... I, I actually watched the game and um, and I wouldn't, I, I'll be honest with you, I wouldn't have predicted a four nil away win. I, I don't think many people would have actually. Um, and I know Chris Wood is, he's actually been pretty decent for Burnley over the last few seasons. I think um, that was his 10th Premier League goal. So he equaled last year. So for his kind of transfer value, he does seem to convert chances and, and, and provide output. Um, and that said, the fact that he's already got these 10 goals and, and he's got a few reasonably good fixtures, as you've just pointed out, Paul, um, but, you know, there's a chance that he could, um, provide more output moving forward. So, and, and, and the value side of it is he's really good value. Um, and I think the fact that, uh, Sean Dyche has been playing him up front with Vidra as well, who's, who's actually done okay as well, actually, um, Means that there's definitely chance for uh, more goals actually uh, for Wood, and I, I do like I do like him. I think he's 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 uh, you know old-fashioned type of player. Um, he's a, he's a targeted man, but he's got a little bit more skill than people give him credit for. He can bring the ball down. He can he can get other players into play, um, and he's uh, he's good. He can score with both left and right, and he's he's good in the air. So um, yeah, he is someone that is worth considering. I would I would say if 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 you've got uh, someone you know. Like Danny Ings on your side, that you've got to move out because of the fact that he may be injured for the for the uh, for the for the rest of the season. I mean, I quite like my front three at the moment, so I probably wouldn't be looking to bring Chris Wood in. Um, so, but he's someone that if I needed to bring a striker in, I'd definitely um, be casting the eyes on, on him for sure, Paul.
0: Yeah, yeah, definitely. And it, a lot of it's dependent on fixtures as well. You know, Burnley have average fixtures, you know, they've got a couple of, I think, you know, West Ham at home, he's definitely worth backing for this week and then Fulham away. Uh, I know Fulham have got a lot to play for. Um, but yeah, Leeds and Liverpool, you know, anything could happen in those games. Liverpool, a bit more tricky. But yeah, in terms of all the teams, they haven't got bad fixtures. And then looking at some other names that you mentioned there or about your team, you know, Leicester have really good fixtures at the moment. Eniacho, you know, is, is an absolute top pick at the moment. I mean, I brought Vardy. I took a bit of a gamble last week. I took Kane out for Vardy just because I wanted to try and capitalise on it. Um, didn't pay off. You know, I don't regret the decision. You know, hindsight's a you know, wonderful thing. But, um, you know, Vardy did score an assist in the week before and I thought they could really do some damage. So, yeah, he played. You know, I didn't have a bad week, but, um, you know, I'm going to have to look at bringing in now um, just to for damage limitation I was hoping in a least horrible way possible you might have a bit of a knock because uh, Leicester still have Southampton away and Newcastle at home so they have really good fixtures but then after 35 they have got Man United away Chelsea away and then Spurs at home so I mean Leicester still have a lot to play for as well so it's not just about fixtures you're looking at what teams have you know obviously teams like Palace and Southampton and even Arsenal, they, they look to be on the beach a little bit. You know, they don't really have anything to play for in the league. So you're trying to capitalise on, you know, what the fixtures are, I think, and um, what teams have to play for. I think Liverpool look great um, value. I mean, they have Man United away, so tough game, but then they have Southampton at home, West Brom away, Burnley away and Crystal Palace at home. So I know you moved on last time out for Madison, which is definitely good for the next couple of game weeks. Will you consider bringing him back in at some point, do you reckon, for those last few fixtures?
1: Yeah, I think um, you're spot on there. I think um, with the, with the last three fixtures of, of Leicester and, and the way Leicester imploded last year as well. I mean, they're still in, you know, the driving seat for finishing in the top four, but the, um, the, the three Games you've just mentioned, there could be tough games, actually. So I think I'm going to hold on to Madison for a couple of game weeks and perhaps actually we'll probably look at bringing Jotter in. I think he's, he's good value. And, um, and you know, apart from obviously Liverpool having that Man United fixture, they've got a good run of fixtures, which, are, you know, equally, I think Tottenham have got a good run of fixtures as well. So, and these teams have got something to play for. Liverpool obviously fighting for top four. Um, you know, Spurs are probably trying for top four outside chance and, and, and Europe. Mm-hmm. So you, you want to pick, I mean, uh, you know, the thing with Burnley is they're probably safe now as well. So again, with are going to come back to Chris Wood, If they're safe, are they, how much are they going to try? So it's trying to, like you said, it's trying to find teams that are not on the beach already. Um, they've got something to play for, uh, you know, West Ham are up there with something to play for as well. So, you, you know, Everton are up there with something to play for. So you want to try to kind of, uh, target these teams they've got something to, I mean even Man United really they could well be on the beach by now really because the fact is they're not going to win the title and uh, they're not going to finish outside the top four so really they should be concentrating for uh, the Europa League. That's so- true.
0: But Europe, Europe makes a you know bit of a, a problem as well, doesn't it? So, you know, Man United are a bit affected by that. They're going to have a bit of rotation. They're looking quite comfortable. Uh, I still back them to do well in some games, but they've got Liverpool, Aston Villa away and in Leicester at home. So three pretty tough fixtures and then they finish on Fulham and Wolves. So, yeah, I, I definitely agree on the Fernandes thing. I mean, he is one of those players that I'm going to look at moving out. He costs a lot of money. He's not really returning lately. He's playing a slightly different role. Um, he'll still play. That's the only good thing about him. But for the money, you know, I think I'll take a punt on Greenwood and use that those funds elsewhere, you know, and have a really strong front three instead, um, which is what I'll probably do. And I see you have Greenwood. You know, I've got Shaw in there as well. So I have enough Man United to cover um, instead of that. And then looking at the other European teams as well, you've got Chelsea. We haven't really mentioned them. Um it's a little bit harder with Chelsea because they're doing well at the moment, but they're not really... It's hard to predict who's going to do the returns on them up top. You know, he changes things about a lot. Werner's doing well, but he's not scoring. They've got Fulham at home. Um, so, yeah, I've got, um, like, a few people now. I've got a Chelsea defender, but they're quite a hard team to predict as well. And they look like they've got one foot in the final as well. So they're going to do a bit of rotation. And they I'd say Chelsea look pretty good value as well for top four, even though they've still got a lot to play for there. Yeah. Um, and then, you know, we, we mentioned earlier about Arsenal, um, you know, still in Europe. That's that's basically their focus now. They, they haven't really got anything to play for in the league apart from a little bit of pride. So um, yeah, that's that's that really. Um, and then the Man City usual pep roulette, you know, not really worth it. They look like you're gonna get to the final when you're back into after that win last night. So again, I think it was a wise move taking out Man City assets. You you might still get the old one that does. Well, but it depends how much risk you need to take, is not it? in your In your respective lead, in your respective leagues. Sorry. Um, So, what do
1: you reckon about captain choice this game week? Um, My early marker, Paul, is on Harry Kane. Mm -hmm. Um, uh, You know, if he's fit, Sheffield United is a is a a good fixture in my opinion, and um, Kane has is delivered really this season in terms of goals and assists. Um, in fact I think he's, he's had very few blank game weeks um, probably the ones where he's been injured actually um, so he, he definitely returns so for me you know, the pick would be potentially Kane or Son I would say would probably be my, my other choice uh, looking, looking at the fixes Iñaccio could be a good one as well uh, away to Southampton no Danny Ings um, again they've got pretty much nothing to play for um so iniaciel could be a good choice. Um and obviously yeah. Lingard Pretty and yeah. Um and Lingard blank for the first time. Uh so who knows, maybe Lingard uh Burnley away. Uh, but yeah, that would probably be my my, my choice, Paul. Uh, um hopefully you agree.
0: Yeah, I think so. I mean, I have got Sun in my team still. Like I say, I'll probably move Vardy on as painful as it is to Kane. Um I would usually you know, I'm not too bothered by this game, but I think the fact that I know i would captain Kane, I've got to just bring him back in. You know, I took a gamble last week. I need to cover myself, you know, I'm doing well in in my league. So I need to um, really just kind of, you know, if Kane does well, it's then, you know, he's one of the highest owned players in the game. So it's going to be painful if he does. Um, Whereas Vardy, you know, it's great if you get a bit of a differential almost, but yeah, I think I'm going to have to just take the, Take the uh, bite the bullet and bring Kane back in. Um, I would definitely stick the captain choice on him. I think Son looks like not a bad choice either. Um, but Sheffield United, you know that that win um, last week, it won't change anyone's mind about Spurs winning this game. But I think it puts a little bit of a an ever so slight dampener on it, if you know what I mean. You know they they're not just rolling over. They, they you know they they won a game um, against a Brighton side that had a lot to play for as well. So. Who knows? But yeah, it has to be Kane for me. I mean, I've got Salah, I've got Fernandez, they're both playing each other, Liverpool, Man United, not really an attractive fixture. Uh, I agree, Ineacho looks like a good vice captain potentially. But yeah, I can't really think of anyone else. I mean, if, if anyone else is brave, maybe would, you know, if he's if he's in a bit of good goal scoring form and he's going to be on great confidence as well, you know, maybe bring him in. If you have him, take a punt. But yeah, came for me as well.
1: Yeah, I, I, like I said, the, yeah, yeah, I, I agree. I mean, Wood is 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 a good shout because, like you said, he's going to be buzzing off the back of a of a hat trick. Um, yeah, you know, Bamford's a funny one. He, he does seem to score goals away from home, um, and I think Brian, I'm probably moderately safe as well. Uh, I've got to look at a league table to see wh- where they are, but um, they may still have something to play for. So probably, you know, not not a brilliant choice, but yeah, I think. I think we nailed it, really. I think it's got to be Kane uh, with, the, with the NHL as, as a good vice-captain choice there.
0: Yeah, uh, I'll be waiting as long as possible, just in case. I mean, Kane looked OK, didn't he, in, in the cup final? So I did wonder, you know, because he was going into that game as a bit of a doubt, but he played. So he, he's usually fit enough, isn't he? You know, he, he doesn't he doesn't spend too much time out and he recovers quite quickly from these small knocks. So, it's um, yeah, he's worth backing. But uh, one team I didn't mention is Everton. Um, they actually don't have some bad fixtures at the moment. I know they haven't been convincing lately. I mean, they, they beat Arsenal last week, a bit fortunate with the own, with the own goal um, from Leno, but all the same, uh, you know, a win is a win. And they've got Aston Villa at home, uh, and then they've got West Ham away, and then they've got Sheffield United at home, followed by Wolves at home. So, you know, four out of five last fixtures is, is pretty good, really. Um, the only bad thing is they've got City last game away, but... Yeah, might be a time for people to even look at Calvert-Lewin again, Richarlison, um, those couple of players, really.
1: Yeah, I mean, Calvert-Lewin's gone quite quiet, actually. I think he's had a few knocks and that, and he's not really... So I think since his first injury, he's not really come back to the early season form, where he seemed to be kind of delivering every week for managers. <laughs> uh, Richarlison of late has been the better better option um, and Sigurdsson, actually, he's been, he's been doing OK as well uh, in terms of, you know, providing uh, output as well. Uh, so, yeah, th- you know, they're, the, they're the, the players you mentioned would probably be the ones to look at. I mean, you've got uh, James as well, but I'm not sure if he's injured again. Uh, but, you know, he's he's the other one that's got a bit of class about him who can, uh, you know, who can also provide assists and goals. But, yeah, I think um, if I if I had to pick, I'd probably lean towards Richarlison, actually, um, with Possibly Sigurdsson as well because I think he does penalties as well potentially. So there'd probably be my two choices uh, from from Everton. Yeah, um, so and like you said,
0: yeah, he's a cheap option as well, and I think he has pretty low ownership. He's owned by like two or three percent. So he's a good differential in there for a you know for about four pretty good fixtures really.
1: No, definitely. I think the fixtures look good. Um, and uh, you know they're, they're, the, they're the players. Uh, the only other one maybe worth targeting is their uh, is the left back or right back Benia, who um, who seems to who seems to you know get up and down and uh, get some gets gets crosses in and that and he's quite attacking. So if you wanted uh, if you wanted some uh, assists from the back, then he may be worth looking at. But yeah, I think um, Richarlison for me is probably the best the best choice out of the bunch.
0: Yeah, definitely. I tell you, actually, another player who um, has definitely been on my radar lately, and he's only owned, again, low ownership. Uh, he costs £5.5 million. Um, He's, you know, he's cheap. He's doing well at the moment is uh, Pereira that plays the West Brom. So, you know, can Big Sam do the impossible? I mean, the jury's still out. He's got a big task ahead of him, but he's he's turning over some, you know, decent enough results, isn't he? Um, you know, had a good win over Chelsea, drew last time out. Um yeah, you know, he's had a couple of, you know, losses there as well, but he's had a couple of big wins, beat Southampton convincingly. And Pereira is a player who's done really well. I mean, he's got um, four goals in his last four games, a couple of assists in those times in that time as well. So, to be honest with you, he looks like not a bad option. You know, West Brom were really scrapping um, at the moment. They've got a lot to fight for. They're not going to give up. They've got Wolves at home and they got Arsenal away. I, I actually think, you know, People might not think that's a good fixture on paper, but the way Arsenal are at the moment, you'd actually fancy West Brom to do a bit of damage. And then uh, they do have Liverpool and West Ham at home, and then followed by Leeds. So they haven't got too bad. They haven't got terrible fixtures with a couple of really attractive ones. So he's definitely a good, cheap differential pick. Um, and those returns lately, you know, he is one of those players. He is one of the players in form in the league at the moment.
1: Yeah, I, I, I actually like I like um, Pereira. Actually, I am... Um... I have looked at him a couple of times, but never quite kind of, uh, he done okay at the beginning of the season, I believe. And then I think he may have had a little spell out injured, um, uh, but he seems, what I like about him is he's on set piece duty for them. So corners, free kicks, penalties. So uh, you've also, you know, you've got all of that uh, in terms of getting assists and uh, he's, he's got a little bit of quality about him. Um, He's certainly one of the only players I'd consider from uh, West Brom. And like you said, they're not quite out of it yet. Um, I don't think they're going to survive himself, but you know, 5.5 million, I think he represents a pretty good value and he'd be the person I'd I'd hedge my hat on to, to get returns for, uh, for West Brom. So yeah, I, I I can totally understand why you've been looking at him and, you know, value wise, he's he's really good value um, Has as having that fifth kind of midfielder that you can kind of play in a, uh, you know, a three-five-two, for instance, or or first sub. In fact, even um, so, yeah, I do I do like him. I, I, someone you who's know, he, done well before he came up to the Premier League. He, he got a lot of assists in the Championship, so he's definitely got some quality about him, Paul.
0: Yeah, definitely. Yeah, I have to have a look. I've got uh, I have got three, two, three transfers, but the Kane going to probably dominate that, and then I have to make a decision. I think on Fernandez. Potentially Jota, but with the fixtures, I think I'm leaning towards more getting rid of Fernandez. So I'd save a lot of money if I brought in Pereira, but we'll have to uh, wait and see. Otherwise, um, it may be wood for Bamford for me, but I'll have to, um, have to play it by ear because you know, I'll wait, you know, probably until the deadline until I do that because Leeds, you know, to be honest with you, they have some good fixtures apart from Spurs, um, who he could still do a lot of damage against. They have, you know, everyone else, you um, you know, towards the bottom half of the table. So, um, you know, Le- you know what Leeds are like. They could go and lose the game quite easily, but, you know, Bamford could get a couple of goals quite easily as well. So it's not a bad risk.
1: Yeah, totally. I think, yeah, Leeds are, Leeds are a strange club. You know, I I, I think I moved out. Rafinha, I'm thinking um, they're going to get hammered in the three games they played. I think they played like Man City, Man United or Liverpool. I think all three of them back to back. And they ended up winning... Two 0 when Dallas scored two goals, so um, you know I I've, I've, I've felt the wrath of Leeds. To be honest with you, um, um, you know having having Dallas on that bench, I think um, I think most people probably yeah, didn't did have him know, on the bench, but everyone that plays did, yeah, <laughs> yeah. So uh, it 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 wasn't too, too costly, but yeah, Leeds are a, a strange side, and you know I you at that. Bamford quite, could quite easily score a couple of. He, he seems to be better away from home, actually, in terms of his output. Strangely enough, so uh, that game, yeah, I could quite clearly see Bamford um, scoring a couple, or, or at least getting a, a goal and, a, and an assist, or, or, or an assist or two. So, uh, so yeah, I think Bamford for me will 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 stay, and I, I may look at bringing Dallas back in at, at some stage as well um, towards the back end um, of, of, of the season. So, uh, yeah, I think Leeds are. Leads are good. Um, and again, Rafinha, if he's not injured, he's, he's another a good person to think about as well. Um, you know, falls into the same kind of price range as um, Pereira you mentioned. Yeah, um, yeah. So he could be a good shout as well.
0: Yeah, not bad. Um, I think he's carrying a bit of an injury at the moment. He's, he's been out the last couple of games, but um, he shouldn't be out for the rest of the season. So he could have a, a nice late flurry. But yeah, uh, yeah, we'll, we'll see what happens. Um, but yeah, we'll wrap up there. Uh, it's definitely given me some food for thought and it's good to talk it through with you, Harple. And uh, yeah, um, I think our captain choice is clear after that. And uh, yeah, we'll see what happens. Um, wish you best of luck. And uh, hopefully we can reconvene for game week 35, which may uh, well be a double.
1: Yeah, definitely, Paul. Yeah, it's uh, it's great, as always, to catch up with you. Um, Yeah, uh, look after yourself, take it easy. And uh, yeah, I'm sure we'll catch up and talk more fantasy football and football in general.
0: Great, sounds good. Talk to you next time. Bye for now.